0: This.
1: This, this this is, is, this is diversified yeah. yeah. G- game game, game. game.
0: A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may
1: agree,
2: he may oppose, and it's more
1: than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. Tyson. When you're going against the odds, you've got to be creative, you've got to innovate, you've got to stand out.
0: And AL.
1: Focus more on execution and application and less on excuses.
0: So let the
2: game begin.
1: Hey, it's Kelly. Tyson here.
0: And of course, Al. And today's
2: guest is a brother that is on social media, not just talking about spirituality, justice, but he's also talking business. We have brother Ben X. And from being an author to a preacher to a social leader, activist, he also has a shoe company. We're about to get all up in that today. Brother Ben X, how are you doing? Man, I'm doing black Catholic man, and really honored and
1: humbled to be a guest on the show today.
2: Man, we are blessed to have honor, you.
1: Yeah, yeah, honor is ours. Honor yeah. is ours. Man, for real. Yeah,
2: because you, you, you are doing something that a lot of people... Um that, you know, they always talk
0: about the young people, the young people, and we know black don't crack if you take care of it. But you know, you being a young man, you have a lot of folks on social media, whether they follow
2: Islam or not, hearing you out and they're learning. So I I'm just happy to have you and that the brothers can talk to you and we're gonna jump right into it. The guys will have, you know, let- let's get into it. But tell us um about yourself. Just give us a quick intro for the audience who said, I never heard of brother Ben X. Who to, to you Who are you? Well, uh, who I am is a God, uh, which simply means a being with force and power, uh, first and foremost, uh, a father, uh, a husband, um, and a student of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad under the leadership of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I consider myself to be an entrepreneur and simply just a brother, uh, because when I got the word brother, I believed that, contains all of the things that you named while introducing me. Um, I came into the Nation of Islam in 2015 from being a All-American basketball player um, in college. Um, But I kind of fell out of love with basketball because it began to feel like a job to me. And uh, besides scoring 40 points, maybe getting 10 assists, it felt a lot better when I shared information with my people that gave life to the dead. And ultimately, my goal is to give life to the dead. Uh, spiritually and mentally and get our people to really understand who they are with knowledge itself and really understand their value so we can stop chasing money but instead chase the God within, chase the talents within, and then money will chase us, which would allow us to be self-sufficient and do the things that we really need to do or want to do in fulfilling our
1: purpose. Uh, Okay. Okay. So the key to kind of moving things forward is is kind of starting within knowing yourself and accepting uh, the God within is, is pretty much the driving factor in, in what's moved you from looking at just basketball to expanding. Is that, is that correct? Yes, sir. And so now how, how did that experience come about? Like, how did you actually find the God within yourself? What was that like? Um, who did you talk to, um, who gave, who was giving you advice and what types of advice were they giving, um, for you to have that type of exploration and discovery?
2: Well, uh, this teaching that we got, uh, in the Nation of Islam came from, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Um, but the brother who told it to me first was my study group coordinator, which his name is Brother Malik Muhammad. And he said that you are a God. And, um, you know, growing up in Christianity or Baptist, I always thought God was somewhere in the sky and sweet by and by after we die. You know, and there was some sky daddy in the sky that was determining who's successful and who's not. When actually the Bible says that his spirit dwells in you. It says that you are the real temple of God. Uh, and if that is the case, and it is, then that means he's sharing his force and power with us. Um, and then it says, when you look at the scripture, it says Christ had the mind of God. And then it said, let this mind that was in Christ be in you. So if the mind that was in Christ is in us, that means we have the mind of God. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us that man is mind. So every action that we are doing right now, even this conference call right now, started with somebody's mind. I don't know whose it was per se, but it started with somebody's mind. Even if you look at anything physical. In your house right now, or if you're sitting in the car right now, that car came from somebody's mind. The clothes you got on came from somebody's mind. The cell phone we have came from somebody's mind. So the same way that our bodies are developed in the triple darkness of our mother's womb, that's the same way ideas are birthed in the triple darkness of our mind. So when I began to come into the nation of Islam and it was broken down to me that God is a being with force and power, and we have that same ability that scripture talks about, be, and it is. He says, this is not some abracadabra thing. This is not some magical thing. When he says, be, that is only the thought that you have in your mind. Now, after you say, be, you have to summon the power of your own being. You have to summon the power and the resources of your friends, of people, of angels, of money, things of that nature, to make that will come into fruition. Then when it comes into fruition, there it is. So that is the be and it is process. And when I found out that, hold on, man, I can change my own condition, I don't have to wait for somebody to change my own condition, you know, that's when I found rid really of the God within and realized that it's not about anything outside of myself, it's about tapping into my higher self and listening to that God voice within and call it the self-accusing spirit. no that's that that's that's deep and
0: and that's deep whether you wanna believe and you know yeah there's so much wrong going on. it seems like wrong is right now so um it, whether people wanna believe in a god um believe in God or believe in
2: anything with, with with that being said, we've seen in the churches you know and and we've seen on the Christian side especially. Um, you know, folks getting $65 million planes and justifying it, and that's that's between them and, uh, and God. But on, on the nation side, the nation has always built, been about community building and whether people want to believe um, what, you know, from Farrakhan, whether they love him or hate him, and it usually is, is that. Um, the nation has taught so much about Black history, Black empowerment, and actually has built businesses. Give us the... I'm trying to get people into your mind of how do you you know start your clothing line and how did you start your you know and the shoes and and even the book that you have that they can get on Amazon. What sparked that and, and what what are the future plans? Because you know, it, like you said, it all starts from somewhere. And 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 what are your your goals for your your, your company? It started with a desire to wake the people up. So. I always tell people, man, I'm about getting different streams of income, not different jobs. And I explain. So it started with YouTube. I was already on YouTube before I came into the Nation of Islam. So I grew my personal brand. I believe when people grow their personal brands, people are not just buying your product, they're buying into you. Everybody got a t-shirt. You know, everybody got you know, a social media, of course. Everybody, I mean, a lot of people got these things, but they want to buy into your story. A lot of times we just promote, hey, I do this. Hey, I do this. Okay, why do you do that? Where did you get that idea? What is your purpose of doing that? Because you want people that want to connect with you as a being, as an entrepreneur, not just your service. It's kind of like a picture. You know, if you look at a picture, there's a picture you can probably get one for $15. But then there's another picture or a payment you can buy for a million dollars. Why is that? Because of the story behind it, because of who's behind it, things of that nature. So for me, I just grew my brand on social media using Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Got over 500 million views on Facebook alone. Um, Just hit a million follows actually last night on Facebook. And so what happens out of that is my book actually came from a lecture. So when I did a lecture in Tampa, I said, well, Instead of me sitting down writing the whole book on entrepreneurship, I was already talking about entrepreneurship. How about I get this video, transcribe it, get it transcribed, and then I turned it into a book. My first (laughs) I wish I still I probably still got a copy. But my very first book came out bad because the person who had transcribed it was from overseas and they was spelling everything wrong. So everybody that I and I caught it once I got my copy. So everybody that got their own copy, I had to resend them a copy. And then I had this sister uh, who's my sister now, come in, then she corrected everything and added chapters and added table of contents and things of that nature. So from my, building up my own personal brand, now I do music because I did music, a song in the studio because I was filming a movie and I put a little song out and everybody was like, man, who is that in the intro? And I was like, man, that's me. And so I found out that they like my music. So from my video, now I do music because I Talk about certain things. I turn what I say or my quotes or the teachings into T-shirts and hoodies. Now, that's a stream of income. Then you have what you call Patreon. Patreon is a way that your supporters and your customers or your clients can support you every month just to keep you going. That's another stream of income. Then you got the book. Then from doing the videos and getting popular on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, pretty much, uh, now I'm being booked to speak. And then you get booked to speaking, then and then you're being booked for consultation. So I always talk about streams of income because so many people can get burnt out with different jobs. I gotta go over here and do this. I gotta go over here and do this. Everything that I do is based off the cell phone, everything that I do is based off of social media it all relate to one another. And I believe that's the greatest way to bring in, you know, a lot of income is by having different several several streams. I believe millionaires say you know, have good have a good seven streams of income. Yet you're on your way to, uh, you know, becoming successful or a millionaire. And in the future, I want to help other people do the same thing. Right now, I have a course coming out April fifteenth called Pay to Lead: Transforming Lives While Securing the Bag. Basically, <laughs> my uh, my target audience is experts, influencers, and uh, teachers who basically okay. want to learn how to turn their expertise, turn their influence into profit, showing them how to authentically grow on social media while bringing in different several streams of income. And within 60 days, they should have a good email list of people that are interested in buying their course. Uh, they should have a good amount of followers at this point, good engagement, and will actually know how to make their own content and make the right content to get people coming back to their platforms. So my, uh, you know, my goal is to be paying uh, actually, I posted on my Instagram a couple of days ago. I want to be paying an assistant, a video editor, two people to be taking my phone calls for my course, and somebody who does copyright, who can write my ass. That's my goal for this year. And my goal also mm-hmm. is to be able to pay my mother's bills. So uh, she ain't got to worry about nothing since so she
1: took care of me 18 years of my life. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, and... So I, I want to tackle a couple of things in there that I heard. One is um, not just a job, of course, but actually creating streams of revenue. And by such, in your particular case, you're creating streams of revenue off of one particular uh, skill set, it, it seems like, right? You, obviously, your videos, your following, um, and then you're just kind of maximizing the content that comes from what you're already doing. So yes, you're working sir. smarter, not necessarily harder, right? Yes, um, sir. and then the next phase for you is obviously you want to build that out, and then like you said, you want to teach other people how they can do the same thing. Um, and you're you said you're currently looking for like copywriters, different things like that to fill in some of those gaps to help bring that together, right? Yes, sir. So now that brings me to. How important is teamwork? How important is building a team around your business uh, to pushing your vision forward?
0: Mm,
2: man, that's man, that's so important, man. Because if I told y'all everything that I had to do, or even still have to do, man, it 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 run a lot of people maybe away from entrepreneurship. Uh, but many <laughs> many many owners uh, they actually go through the same thing as well, so they know right. what I'm talking about. You know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, observe the white man. He makes no excuses for his failures, and he works together in a collective effort. So when you look at them and how they've been successful in putting, getting us to get in this position and how they are still in their position, when you look at slavery, they started off as being the one who whipped us. It started off as being the one who was the slave uh, master, like as an individual. So we can point out a John Hawkins. We can point out a J. Edgar Hoover who ran according to a pro, things of this nature but at this point you can't point out just one you may be able to point out Donald Trump but we know the the presidents are nothing but the faces so what, when you when you think about that now they have a system set up so you may get mad at one of them and say well we want to get him fired we want to get him removed okay we remove him then put a new one up then you get mad at this one, okay we remove him and then put a new one up and so what we realize is nothing is changing because we're not changing the system. Kind of like basketball. I was talking to my brother the other day. He said, you get mad at a basketball rule, you complain to the uh, to the commissioner about something, they may fire the person, and they put a new one in there. So it's, you're not going against the NBA. You're going against the individual, and that's where you're going wrong at. So we have to set up our own systems and do the same thing. So now they're not necessarily there, but it's still going on. Slavery still goes on today. When you look mm-hmm. at the 13th Amendment, it said that they abolished slavery except for punishment for a crime. So now they set traps for us, a.k.a. everybody wanted to be in the trap house. Well, guess what? I'm the one who put the drugs in the community. I'm the mm-hmm. one who put the guns there. So if you keep following this way, you're going to fall into my trap, which is going to ultimately lead you back to slavery, where I want you to anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm saying all that to say this. So now I'm doing my, I have to do all my own videos. I have to do all of my own editing. I have to do all my own advertising. I have to take my own phone calls. And there's literally been several days, especially this year, where I fell asleep crashing at the at the laptop.
0: Mm. I've
2: probably been doing that for the last year. Like, I don't even have a bedtime. I go to sleep right. when I crash. So mm-hmm. when I'm not doing something, like, I can't even watch four movies because whenever I'm not doing something, I, I literally just fall asleep because I'm trying to catch up on my sleep. So I believe it's very important. And it allows you to scale. Uh, so now I don't have to worry about taking all the phone calls that I have. I can focus on the business. I can focus on the content. I can focus on advertising. And then once they come, then I got somebody else to take those phone calls. When somebody wants to schedule a meeting with me, they want to book me for somewhere. I got an assistant now who can take those things because I get lost sometimes. I end up telling somebody yes and then tell two more people yes. And we done, I'm booked for the same day with three mm-hmm. people because I ain't realized, you know what I mean, I ain't got no calendar nothing like that. Because i I'm always focused on the business. So I believe that's yeah. very important. And that's how we're going to actually move together. But when you look at your own body, look at how God designed you. Or look mm-hmm. at how whatever you believe designed you. He says, look at this. The, 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 the lung is not worried about the kidney. The mm-hmm. kidney is not worried about the heart. The elbow is not worried about the knees. Everybody is doing their own particular part
0: to mm-hmm. keep you
2: alive. And that's the same way we got to do with the businesses. You can't worry about being the CEO. You can't worry about being the face of it. You be your part because what you got to realize is, even though this face or this person or this brand is being seen, it is because the unseen. Mm-hmm.
0: It's because you
2: are in the background helping run it. So everybody has to be an expert or expertise in their spot, and that has been very hard for me because I don't want to stop my brand to teach you something. I don't want. I don't want you to say, "Hey, brother Ben, I'm yeah. an editor." Oh, I want to do this, and then now I got to stop what I'm doing to train you. So my hardest part has been finding somebody who's a master or, who at, or who's as determined about this as me to put in the position because I don't need you coming on. Slowing me down to teach you, I, I could have just been doing it myself. So I right. need to have somebody that's an editor who does editing for real, who's going to stay up late at night crashing at their computer to learning a new editing skill. I need somebody who's on these phone calls, but not just on the phone calls because you know how to take a phone call. I need you studying Dan Locke. So you can learn how to high ticket close. I need you to learn how to close instead of sell all these all right. different things as a team. So that's been the hardest part for me, but I believe it's coming together. I got two sisters now who mm. taking my phone calls. I got a manager and I got an assistant now and things are moving forward. Awesome. Brother
0: Ben, brother Ben, yes,
2: what and, and and just to give you background on diversified game this is a business podcast we're doing it our way and all of us um we all are entrepreneurs and, and we we're, we're brothers we we come together you know brothers from different mothers right yeah. and um we, we we focus on like we're part of bigger groups and and we have our own things going on and and we all, we come together. Like uh, I think Al and Tyson put this together, uh, the Voltron effect, Mm -hmm. but um, what got you? Because as like PR and consultants and marketers, what was the point that got you? So another entrepreneur can say, you know what? I'm at that position. I need that help because so we don't advertise. People come to us, right? But we, at the same time, find we're trying to teach the clients how systems work. So I just want to know, did you have a meltdown? Was it a something where, you know what, I got to burn some of this money because the IRS is, is getting into me, and if I don't spend it, they're going to keep getting into me? Like, what was that point where you said, I got to have a team? Because people, I don't think they realize when they need to have a team. Some do it too early, and some do it way too late, and that can impact your uh, your company. Well, for me, uh, I let time uh, dictate it. So in the beginning, there was nothing wrong with me doing it for myself. I actually think it's good to do it for yourself because once you uh, begin to help others or manage others, you at least need to know exactly what needs at least what needs to be done. So uh, that was pretty cool for me, at least learning how to do it. And it also shows anybody who comes on my team that, hey, this man is a worker. He's not somebody who's a boss. He's a leader. Ooh, if he asks you to do something, he's going to be doing it 10 times harder. So that's what I actually like about it. But when I really realized it was a need is uh, actually when they realized it was a need, when they saw me up on Instagram at 4 o'clock in the morning still working, when they saw me crashing on Instagram, when they, shot, when they saw me, you know, I mean just always literally working and when the work got to a point where I couldn't manage it. So when I had too many people inboxing me or emailing me about being booked, then I had somebody over here wanting me to speak and then I had somebody and so it was too much for me to manage. Then I had to put it on somebody else. So I think for anybody, sometimes you don't need help because sometimes people get help too early and they can't even afford the employee. So I would say allow your brand or to allow whatever you're doing to show you when you need to add somebody else to the team. So like for me, if I can take all of the phone calls and I don't have anything else to do that day, I just take the phone calls. But now, Uh, For an example, the first time I started taking uh, calls for my course, I had a call literally from 9 o'clock to 5.45 every 30 minutes, and the call was about maybe 30 minutes, so I was literally on the phone call every day. That was Mm. too much for me. I was going to try to do this, like, maybe a week ago. That's why I just brought two people on. I was going to try to take my own phone calls, but I wouldn't have any time for content. I wouldn't have any time to edit my own videos. I wouldn't have time for the meetings, the the, uh, in-person meetings or the travel meetings that I have. So I had to bring somebody else on, but now there's an app called Calendly where you can actually set your schedule. And if somebody else schedules at this time, then it'll block it off things of that nature. So yeah, uh, I yeah. kind of think that whatever you do, is going to really tell you whenever you need to bring somebody else on.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Hey, that's what, I mean, that's what we use. That's how we maximize. Obviously um, you saw, you saw, we use that. That's how we maximize our, um, our interview slots. So just time management um, and mind management, you know, Uh, I think Diddy, Diddy said something to the effect of um, anything that costs you, your peace of mind is too much or too expensive. So yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Hey, that, uh, that's what the name of the game is trying to keep your peace of mind. And you mentioned uh, though you know working to the point of crashing and i think most entrepreneurs can you know attest that yeah yeah we we get to that point um but now how do you how do you find your balance are you worried about finding your balance yet um, um because I was. you're in a certain period you know
2: yeah i mean i was but at this point uh it's getting easier with the help uh especially with my manager who can help bring in other people uh again i think it's very good to work and really see what your max what your limits are uh because now that i've done it for myself so long um i know what my weaknesses are so i know who needs to be brought in cuz see sometimes you don't even know who you need or what you need so being that i've brand the whole brand for going on 4 years now i know what i need i know i don't like emailing people back i know i don't <laughs> like documentation I know I don't like setting up and organizing. You know, that's you know I like this not to be sexy, but I think that's a woman thing. You know, she got the subconscious mind. She's a little bit more detailed. She got that intuition where she can, you know, she, that's her thing. The men, we just, look, man, the bill's going to be paid. All right? That's, that's our thing. We just want to make sure everything's going to get done. And that's what we do. So, you know, for me, uh, I know exactly what my what my weaknesses are now. I know what my strengths are. And that has helped, that has helped me out. And so at this point, um, once I begin to start bringing the people in with the course and things of that nature, now I can have a schedule because right now I don't have a schedule. My schedule is 24 four seven. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I have two children, so it's good that I work at home because whenever I'm not actually on a call or doing something, I can just play with them. So that makes it a lot easier when you're working from home and not from somewhere, somewhere else because the family at least gets to still see you, you know, periodically throughout the day. You still can take that little break. So now I'm getting to a point where eventually I want to have hours where I can set to the side for business and then set to the side, you know, for whatever else I need to do. Because uh, right now I think I'm addicted to working. Like Hmm. literally the other day, my manager took care of everything. I I told her to do an email for me, knew she was going to do it. And because I didn't have anything to do, I just did it anyway. So it's crazy because I've been working so long. And and it had, and I had to like work myself into getting help because I don't like um, people working for me or doing something that they don't like. Because when I was younger, people used to give me things and if I did something they didn't like, they would take it back. So that's something I still deal with. You know, I, I just do it for myself. I just get it myself before I let you hold some of my head. So it's been kind of a little journey even letting people on to help me out. But it's to the point to where I've been doing things for myself so long. Even even if I have everything I usually do covered throughout the day, I still go find something else to do just to put my make myself busy because when I'm not working, I feel like I I'm productive. I need something to be doing, so I got to work myself out of that. Right. So, right. so addictive to working. A, if Al is still with us, um, you if you want to chime in on that, a uh, oh. if, if if you're there. Because AL, we're all in different cities. I'm in Seattle. Tyson is in the uh Cape Cod area and AL's in New York. And I think we all are addicted to working and we all have, you know, family and and just things that we're doing. But um being in New York is a different grind. But AL, are you still there? Yes, sir. If you if you got something for that addicted to working to help Brother Ben X, because I would say and I and then I'm gonna shut up. I have two kids myself, but we have to travel, brother Ben. Like we got to go to Cameroon or we got to go to Malta or we got to go to Orlando or something. And then most work will stop. But even in that you want to work and that's just, uh, purpose over passion so you know i I don't find that to be a problem unless you're paying for people to do stuff they're not doing but al who i think needs to take a break and a vacation chime in on that and preach to (laughs) to to yourself at the same time. i I see i see
1: what you did there Kel. i see
0: it yeah yeah she said she said said not to step back but to set up for the breakthrough i see you you know so i mean like the the best thing um Ben and I, like, I, I learned this um, from Ty. Like, when when we were on our uh, our passion for purpose and our purpose for passion um, early on, when uh, launching our creative consultant group, um, you know, Ty always imparted on me. You know, he asked me like, "Well, how do you eat an elephant?" I was like, "I had to think about it for a second. There's, on, there's only one, one way to eat an elephant. How, how do you eat an elephant?" Then uh, next, how do you, how do you eat an elephant? If you were to sit down and have an elephant, how would you eat it? One piece at a time. There, there you go. It's that that same methodology is how that that balance should be approached with everything that we've got going on, whether it's business, it's family, it's travel. It's literally just you, you do what you can do. We, we have the uh, we have the same 24 hours as uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan. You know, Mm -hmm. he can only get, but so much done. Right. I'm just taking one piece at at a time. Yeah. And and, and always remember, yeah. And always remember,
2: we got a limited time on this earth. So I always say, man, my wife and my kids, they got to get that time. And then I got to tell my wife who, if her pager go off, she got to run to the hospital and this and that. But I said, man, I'm glad you're still alive to enjoy life. And that's why we 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 have to vacation and and i'll I'll take all phones I mean it's only her and I, but I take all phones <laughs> but but we i mean this this work that we're doing is purposeful and and ben and brother Ben X, the reason I wanted you to come on, and I know you had a good interview with Phil over um th- this week and and with Dinus as well, but it's that black youtubers. Every single one of them, you correct me if I'm wrong, get death threats often. Am I wrong? What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of them do. Mm. talk, I, and you and you can you can talk about it, but I since I get the emails and I see them, and I'm like, and, and we we talk with the FBI about numerous accounts, and YouTube can't do anything. You know, the stress with that alone, and then my wife would be like, man, I I
0: don't know if this YouTube thing is.
2: Can you talk about what you've got on that side? Because outside of the business, and then you got the family, then you got to worry about some crazy sending you emails and this and that. I'm a little different, Ben X, and my wife gets mad at me because I say, I tell them where they meet to meet me. I was trying to
0: a <laughs> I, was, and I know that
2: I mean, in London, I was looking for that one from uh, from from in London. I was looking for him. And, and, and but, you know, I, it is what it is. But can you talk about that? Because that's a whole nother type of stress in business that many white counterparts don't have to deal with at this level, especially. Um, I haven't experienced it a lot. Uh, and it may be because I'm a I got a, a a nationwide army behind me as well, but I've had like maybe two situations where you know this uh let me think of the first situation. Uh, the first situation was uh like like white boys usually like just in some crazy stuff like you know uh well people used to say don't come to the city and stuff like that. Look look food and stuff like that. The only other thing I can really think of that's really on my mind is white guy called me because I got my cell phone, uh, I had my cell phone number on the screen because I was promoting my video production at the time, and I never really thought I was going to be this big ever, so I was like, hey, man, I'm just going to put my phone number on there. Mm-hmm. So one day this white guy calls me and says, uh, hey, uh, who is this? And I answered. He said, oh, you fry, FireCon? Fire and uh, I was like, yeah. And he said, oh, okay, I know where you're at now. And he hangs up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So me, I'm look, I Googled his number. <laughs> so when I googled his number, his his address came up in the name. So I called him back. I said, "Hey, is this Sultan Sultan so? I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "All right." <laughs> so now you know. I know where you at too now. <laughs> <So it definitely, laughs> That's funny. You know, funny. like the Autoblaze Muhammad. He said uh, Muhammad Ali brought him a situation where I forgot the mafia. Some said they would break his knees if uh if he threw a fight. Man, Autoblaze Muhammad told him. He said, "Tell them they got knees too."
1: Mm -hmm. You
2: know, I don't bother nobody, man. Anybody who looks at my content, man, even when it comes to the white, man, I speak the truth, but I'm not going to say nothing too crazy because that ain't even how the ministry teaches us. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't bother nobody, man. So I don't really get a lot of that. Of course, you know, speaking truth, you're going to get some feedback. So, I mean, I've got it, but I don't really be worried about it because that's just what people do on social media. That's their fantasy world. So they say what they want to say, what they wouldn't say in person. So I really don't really be worried about it.
1: I mean, it, it, you you bring up a a good point because um I forget I forget exactly who said it but um some someone was talking about you know and we will bring it to kind of a close on this one but um they were talking about gun violence and then someone said well do you think they stopped making guns when they made yours like. <laughs> 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 like, like. Like don't don't get it twisted. Whatever whatever you say can be uh can be done onto you. So be careful what energy you put out um, into the world. Um, as a as Takashi six nine flashes through my mind, um, and that's that's mm-hmm. kind of you know. Retry- mm-hmm. And Charlemagne called that too, but um, yes, that's he did. Definitely story. did. But um, but what I do want to say is. Uh brother Ben X, we appreciate you coming on and before uh we wrap I do a couple of things. One, I I try to clear the board and ask if um if either Kellen or AL have any um closing remarks that they'd like to either ask you or leave you with. Um so gentlemen, anything you'd like to leave off there?
2: I'm to bother right. Ben X another day. Um be <laughs> an, another day. Man. Oh gosh, but I gave him the
0: warning. Oh, oh. Oh so, nah. <laughs> Am I, I double dutching in? Yeah, like what's what's the Go best ahead. way to, to reach, brother? Yeah, what's the best that way to how how can the folks reach you? Uh they can reach me at bookbrotherbenex at
2: gmail dot com if they are okay. trying to book me. Uh if they wanna stay up on my social media course, they can text BBX class to five 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 eight eight eight. That's BBX class to 555-888. And if it's just something personal you would like to ask, probably the best way to get in contact check me is through Instagram, DM. Um, and I always tell people, man, if it's anything about, you know, the nation or if it's anything about help, helping them out with something personally or guidance, I usually take back. But if somebody's trying to pull my time away, uh, that's probably the worst way. You are trying to hey brother, Bennett, check out my song and let me know what you think. I ain't got time to be doing stuff like that y'all so if it's uh something personal you need help with something when it has anything to do with the mission probably dm me on instagram because that's the platform i'm usually going to be on and if there's anything about booking me you can go to bookbrotherbenx at com, and then everywhere i'm at on social media is brother ben x
1: all right perfect perfect and um and i will ask this what is one philanthropic um effort or give back that is close to you um, that you're going to pursue or are currently uh, pursuing?
2: Said, uh, said the question again.
1: I said, what is one uh, philanthropic or charitable give back that you're uh, going to pursue or currently um, doing? Uh,
2: I want to eventually have a course or have a class teaching the youth about social media and how they can use uh, social media, I've actually already done that before, uh, but I want to do it again and have it like a physical location uh, with a lot of people, a lot of children, because a lot of them are on social media already and they don't really realize they can be making a lot of money, uh, shoot, probably more money than their parents are making. And mm-hmm. uh, it'll probably get them to want to clean up their images as well because that'll help them out with business. So that's something that I want to do, uh, have a course or a class with a lot of youth uh and teaching them entrepreneurship and things that I think that they that they need to uh learn. And also I want to do a film with them as well and allow them to sell their own DVDs so they can actually see something coming out of their mind into something physical and then them being able to sell it.
1: Awesome. Well thank you very much again uh brother Ben X and uh, look forward to um speaking with you more and uh growing with you more. So I think this is a good place to stop our dialogue for this episode and allow you, the listeners, to join the conversation and keep the dialogue going with us online.
0: You can do so by visiting our social media at Facebook, Diversified Game Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter, Game Diversified